Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, kicking off a new segment we're going to do on the podcast. We're going to pick out a player from every single team that we think uh, needs to have a big season or it's going to be a big season for. So these might be guys that we think are going to really improve. This might be other guys that we think are under pressure. Now the first one we're going to get stuck into uh, is a guy that I think this year is the final straw. I think he has to deliver in season 2023. I think there's a couple of reasons for it and you know what, you could argue that the last eight, nine, 10 years have been big seasons for this guy, but uh, Luke Brooks from the West Tigers. Now, I think we saw uh, the best of Brooksy in bits and pieces last year when Jackson Hastings was running around in the seven at times in the 13 jersey. I think you saw Brooksy playing second fiddle and playing pretty well in a number of those games. Other games, it was a fucking disaster. Let's be perfectly honest here. Luke Brooks comes into this season with the West Tigers. And you look West Tigers, Tim Sheens returns. We know what happens the last time Tim Sheens returned to the West Tigers. They uh, they went on to win a comp within three years uh, with very young halves. You know, Benji Marshall, Scotty Prince, a little bit older, young hooker, Robbie Farrar. He returns this time with a host of stars walking into this West Tigers side. David Klammer, Isaiah Papali'i, John Bateman. But the biggest of them all, in my opinion, is Api Kurosawa. Now, Appy returns. Oh, it's not returns. Appy arrives at the West Tigers. And um, when you think about where Appy's been in the past, obviously came in for South Sydney, did a tremendous job there, won the grand final, went to Manly, was great there, uh, moved on to the Penrith Panthers, did sign, well, was reportedly heading to the Canterbury Bulldogs, made a last-minute decision, 11th-hour decision. I still remember making the post for Canterbury and then later that night finding out that, no, he's going to the Panthers. Uh, We made a post straight away that he could be the missing jigsaw piece for the Penrith Panthers, but more importantly for Nathan Cleary. And I definitely think that he had a huge influence on the career of Nathan Cleary. I mean, we spoke to Nath uh, on the podcast about 18 months ago, just after they won their first premiership, talking about the influence of Appy um, and just how important he has been. I actually put it to Nath. I said, who would you rather have play for the rest of your career, Appy or Isaiah? And I think he did end up going for Appy. So, 
So uh, pretty wild there to consider that. We do appreciate the honesty of Nath in that moment. Uh, but the influence of Abby Curacao on him has been fantastic. You, you look at Nathan Cleary, uh, premier halfback, the best halfback in rugby league as it stands right now, in my opinion. Am I expecting Appy to have the same influence on Luke Brooks? No, I'm not. But do I think Appy can have a positive impact on Luke Brooks? I definitely do. And I think that with him arriving at the West Tigers, uh, I think there is a lot of pressure on Luke Brooks. And, you know, I've been saying this for five and six years, probably even longer. Pressure on Luke Brooks. This is the year. You would have to think with all these new changes and all these new recruits, the West Tigers, they couldn't have recruited better if they tried. They have been trying for 25-odd years, and they haven't recruited better than what they've done this year. They've got a successful coach, a guy that has won premierships before. So there really is no excuse for Luke Brooks. Not to, And I'm not saying he needs to be a superstar. He doesn't need to win a Dallie M. But he needs to stand up in this team, and he needs to deliver for them because he is off contract. Um, where, where he's going to be in 2024 remains to be seen. Obviously, Adam Dwayne, he's off contract as well. If I was the West Tigers, and I'm pretty sure the West Tigers will prioritize Adam Dwayne, but... I have thought in the past they'd prioritise other guys over Luke, Luke Brooks, but you never really know. For me, I've said for a long time, I think a divorce between Luke Brooks and the West Tigers would be fantastic for both parties. But this is the year where Brooksy could turn it around. And, you know, it's funny because Luke Brooks debuted at such a young age, I think sometimes, you know, we forget how old he is. Like, he is still... He is coming right into that. Well, he, he's in sort of that prime. He's in that age 28 now. So we always say that 27 to 30 is sort of the time where halves really hit their stride. So hopefully Brooksy is just a year or two late on that. He's 28 right now. Not sure when he turns 29, but he's obviously on, you know, a decent wicket there at the West Tigers. He's got all the stars to work with. He's got the coach. He's got the hooker. I feel like that if it doesn't work this year at the West Tigers, they're going to have to look internally. Uh, and I feel like a bit of blame might, well, a lot of the blame will eventually fall on Luke Brooks. So huge season for him. I really do hope that he can turn it around. I like Brooksy. I think he's talented. Uh, I think it's been unfortunate that he's been stuck in that system for so long. I genuinely do think that if Luke Brooks would have left and gone elsewhere earlier, I think it could have been a very different career. I think it still can be a very different career. Luke Brooks, he's been you know relatively injury-free throughout his career. He's 28 now. He might still have another five years in the NRL. The opportunity is still there to go elsewhere and be successful, in my opinion. But, I mean, if you've stuck around this song at the West Tigers, he's now got the opportunity to own this side. There's no Hastings. There's no other halfback there. Jock Madden isn't even fucking there. So he's the seven. It's the only option. Even Adam Dwayhea, like, he's a five. I'm not convinced if he is a five-eight, to be honest with you. I think he can play there. He's more of just a footballer. But there's no one else to compete with him in this franchise as far as the halfback. He needs to own it. We know that a guy like Benji Marshall has really come out and backed Brooksy over the years. I think he backed him for the Dalian medal last season. Obviously, that went to shit very quickly. He's the guy coming in to coach next year. He knows a thing or two about halfback play. And I'm tipping that if Benji goes in the open market, he could probably get his paws on a decent little halfback. So a heap of pressure on Luke Brooks. I hope that he does turn it around. But to be honest with you guys, I am nervous. Uh, and that's not so much to say I'm nervous about Luke Brooks. I'm, I am, but I'm also just nervous in general about the West Tigers. Always have been, just as a franchise. They've always sort of worried me. I get messages from Tigers fans saying, you hate the Tigers this year. I don't hate the Tigers. I just call it as it is. You're dysfunctional. You have been for a very long time. Um, and I think that, you know, there's been more stories over the last 12 months and even over the last few weeks that I've heard of just strange shit that goes on at the West Tigers. So hopefully they can turn it around. Hopefully bringing the old firm back in, you know, Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farah. Hopefully it can start to turn the ship around. Because as we said on Bloke and Bar a few weeks ago, 
if 2023 isn't the year that the West Tigers start to turn it around and 2024 is the year that they cash it in, I have got no fucking idea what's going to turn this franchise around. If Clemmer Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bateman, uh, Isaiah Papali, Apicura South. These guys walking in does not turn this franchise around. I am very, very worried. It's a great forward pack. It is a fantastic pack. The outside backs, they still worry me a little bit. Still a lot of question marks around their outside backs. And that's where I do worry if they're going to have enough points in them, which we know who that will fall on the head of, Luke Brooks. So he's off contract. He'll be looking for a new team next year if he's not at the West Tigers. I do hope there is an NRL club somewhere out there that is willing to throw uh, a lifeline at Luke Brooks because I think he could be successful in the NRL. Whether it's at the West Tigers or not remains to be seen, though. But I do hope that Brooks can show uh, this year that he is a halfback that needs to stay in the NRL, that he is the halfback that the West Tigers can go into this next era with because I think for you know for all the shit Luke Brooks has copped over the year and everything, I have felt a little bit sorry for him at different points. I think that sometimes the Tigers have put a little bit too much faith in him. I think at points, the Tigers, the best thing they could have done for their halfback is to let him go elsewhere because I think it was just obvious it wasn't working for a very long time. Hopefully it can turn around, but I think this is the biggest year in the career of Luke Brooks so far, and I understand you could have said that for the last five or six years, but he's never had guys around him like this. The West Tigers have never made changes like this. They They've signed guys before who have been overpriced, out of form, all that sort of bullshit. They've gone into the market. They've signed the two-time premiership winning hooker, three-time premiership winning hooker, but two times in a row, Api Curacao, who has been a key cog in the best system in the NRL for a number of years. Isaiah Papali, who's been the best forward in rugby league over the last two years, in my opinion. John Bateman, who is a huge needle mover as far as culture goes. We know what he did there at the Canberra Raiders. And, of course, David Clemmer, one of the premier front rowers in our game over the last few years. You know, all of them, uh, I wouldn't say all of them, to be fair, but, you know, obviously David Clemmer, Johnny Bateman, uh, they have got a real fiery side to them. They have had troubles with former clubs before and whatnot, and it has played out in the media. So I'm keen to see how the West Tigers handle that. Traditionally, they haven't been great at it. Let's be perfectly fucking honest here. So it will be interesting to see how it plays out with those guys. Rumors circulating that Johnny Bateman could potentially get his good mate Georgie Williams there. That's one that I've heard a couple of times. Whether it's true or not remains to be seen once again. They've got a halfback at the moment, Luke Brooks, and it's going to be a massive, massive year for him. I think this year will be career-defining. I think that if he can make it work at the West Tigers, he could be in for a couple of good years with the spine they've got and working alongside Api Curacao, Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, these sort of guys. If it doesn't go well, I do worry if an NRL club will go near Luke Brooks. I do worry that if it doesn't go well over the next 12 months, he could find himself in the Super League. And I think I think it'll be really disappointing. And I, I know a lot of people would say, good riddance, whatever, let him go over there. But I just don't think there's too many halfbacks in this competition that would have been overly successful at the West Tigers over the last 10 years. If they had a Cooper Cronk, uh, you know, one of these absolute superstar guys, sure, sure. I'm, I'm sure the West Tigers would have been okay, but I'm really not sure how many guys in, Benji, in, in Luke Brooks's position 
could have turned this club around realistically. So we'll see how it plays out this year. I, I am hoping for the very best for Luke Brooks and the West Tigers, uh, but I definitely am nervous about it, and I am nervous about 2023 for Luke Brooks because I do think – I was about to call him the scapegoat, but I don't think you can call him the scapegoat. He is the halfback of this team. He's been there for a very long time. He's a 28-year-old halfback on a big wicket with a good, good forward pack in front of him. He needs to make an impact this year. There is no doubt about it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 